going on, everybody? And welcome back to The A Show, the kings of pro wrestling podcasts. And yes, we are awesome. I'm Justin, here with Meals, episode 196. 196, man. Wow. You know what's wild? We're on episode 96 of The Lookout. So now I'm getting like a little like, first of all, I have to plan two big shows. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> episode 100 of The Lookout is coming up soon. And then episode 200 of this is coming next month. It's coming imminently. 196 means there's four weeks. That means there's one month into the show. So... Yeah, we got some stuff. We 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 got to figure some stuff out. We got to get some stuff planned, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm glad to be here. Um, anything special happened to you in the last week? Anything amazing? Wrestling is amazing. We got a. I think we got a really optimistic, positive show today. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> yeah, it gave it, it good vibes. Good vibes this week. People, the people are back. The power is back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's yeah, how I we, felt. I've never anticipated an episode of SmackDown more than I did on Friday when I literally sat there. It was SmackDown starts at eight o'clock. I got ready seven fifty something. I had yeah. food. I had snacks. I had everything kind of rocking because what I did you what like, did you eat? What did you eat? Um, shit. What did I eat? God, now I got to go back in my Uber Eats. Yo, Uber oh Eats. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. You, I could set my watch to it, man. I had Popeyes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I, man. I had Popeyes. Yeah, sorry. I know it's triggering. I had Popeyes. Um, or did I? Wait, let's see. What what day was the fact I can set my Uber Eats to think? Yo, don't be like me because I don't cook. I <laughs> I just order food. Um, yeah, I think it was Popeyes. I definitely had Popeyes. I came in from outside. Where did I go? I went to return. Oh, boom. There's the story. I went to return the worst pair of sneakers I've ever worn on the sneakers app ever. What? The retro blue threes that just I wouldn't know. What what made you I saw you say that and I said, What made you want those? So it wasn't want, it was more so now because I'm on sneakers app every three days or so, just trying anything. Um, to feel something you know (laughs) (laughs) i accidentally hit on it and by hitting it i was just like wow i actually won but then like looking at it now no one wanted the shoe um it was a brick from like jump yeah (laughs) so but here's the thing here's the thing so funny story um jamal who's also on the big eyes podcast one of our first like one of our earliest encounters was he his dad got him a pair of the mocha threes but he got him, I think it might have been a little bit too big for him mm-hmm. or something along those lines. So he didn't even like say like, yo, I'll sell it to you. He says, I'll give them to you. And I was like, what? What an amazing friend. Um, <laughs> and Jamal, Jamal is an amazing guy. He is a great Jamal guy. is an amazing. He's like amazing times 10. He's like my best friend. Um, so he gave me those shoes and I wore them. Can I t- just so many compliments. I want to buy them over again. But this, so this retro blue thing was trying to rest, get the feeling of that again because they're similar, except one is blue, one isn't. Like when I tell you I wear, I wear these mochas and I make them work like in a business casual setting. Like I can get them off with some slacks, I can get them off with some jeans, I can get them off with like some sweatpants. You can get them off anywhere. Yeah, so, but there's a clear, there's a clear delineation between <laughs> the fact that the mochas had never been retro before, 2018. And yes. <laughs> these racer blue threes, which 
literally look like some back to school sneakers. Like, but he's definitely called them Walmart Jordans. Um, <laughs> but so I I get them, I get them, and I'm like, okay, let me look at them. I opened them. Oh my god, the detail on the little what are they called? The little concrete things. What what is that? What is that part called? It's just um, the design, I guess. Oh, it's the cement. Yeah, there we go. The cement. Oh my god, the detail on them was terrible. It was the yeah. worst. It was probably the worst attempt at them that I've ever seen. So I made a conscious decision then. I was like, yo, if I don't like them, I'm just gonna return them. Because sometimes I buy things and I'm just like, I'm gonna look at them in person. And if I don't want them, I'm just gonna return it. I didn't even bother to sell them because I would have made less money than returning them. Like I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I brought up StockX here. This is okay. not a. This is not an ad. They don't sponsor us at all. Sure. What's your size? Ten and a half, right? Ten and a half. Yeah. Um, Same as you, huh? Same? Nah, no? No, 10. No? 10. Oh, 10. All right. Well. Uh, I got the most popular shoe size, so. <laughs> Kill it. Yeah. You know how I, hard it is for me. To be honest with you, if you if some something happens, some sort of morbid incident happens with you, I would like to be included in some sort of thing where I get your sneakers somehow. <laughs> Just uh, you're gonna just, squeeze your feet into those. <laughs> the, more specifically, those dunks with the skulls on them that I've been looking at for years. The first time I ever find your Instagram and I scroll down your Instagram and I saw those shoes, I was like, "Wow!" Uh, he's talking about the Nike SB Melvins. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then over... I looked at them on. I look for them on. Um, fuck, where did the, the stupid store that's always on Complex? Um. Flight uh, Club, Flight Club, yeah, or Stadium Goods. Shout out to Rob. Yeah, yeah. I looked at them on Flight Club, and I was like, Nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, ten and a half Mocha resale is three twenty five. So after StockX taxes, they tax the hell out of you. It'll probably be around three sixty five, maybe. I'm just guessing. Um, but it's usually around twenty to thirty dollars higher after taxes with me. Racer Blue Threes. Are you ready for this? <laughs> All right, no. you could, and you should have looked at StockX before you did this. No, I did. So I won them, and then I looked at StockX, and I was just like, I'm just going to return them. <laughs> yeah, like $222. Like, it's ba- barely above retail. I mean, you, you cut taxes then the out. Stock, yeah, then you cut this. T- <laughs> StockX is a fucking slumlord. Um, then you cut their taxes out, and it's like, it might be like like 190 Like, it yeah. might be actually like retail price, no tax. Mm-hmm. Flat for the I, I've been going. I've been going crazy. I had to calm down. I had to relax. I saw. I've seen. I've seen. For someone who works remotely, you are out of your mind. <laughs> I've been going crazy. Okay, like I, I literally told my fiance, I can't get anything else. Well, the no. thing is, I want the, I want the lightning, the lightnings that come on August. But after that, I'm, I'm done. I swear. <laughs> You're lying. You're lying. There's nothing else I want. I got I got my Grails. I got my my Cause Fours. I got my Travis Scott Lows. Um, what else Grails did I ha- did I get? I, I, I won wanted? a pair of Dunks the other day. I won the Royal Blue Dunk joints. The highs. The the, the, yeah. the Dunk thing is so funny because people are trying to they're trying to like resell them at like this super high price. And I'm and I'm telling you, all you got to do is sit on them for a minute. Or sit on you know sit on your on your wallet for a minute and you'll be able to get them for a really good price. Like all the dunks I've got are for like not crazy prices. Like those dunks oh, you yeah, just yeah, talked yeah. about, the, the game royals are only like one forty five in my size. I can get them right now. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: I wanted dunks since I was in high school, 
And mm. but I was never like my parents were never like buy sneakers over a hundred dollars. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, so I never got them. So I've wanted certain dunks for like years. So this is actually the first mm-hmm. pair of dunks I've ever gotten ever in oh, my life. Okay. Um, and what I'm gonna do is because you know I'm a creative, I'm going to swap the laces out. I don't like the laces. I'm gonna get a new pair of laces, and they're gonna look fly. So watch out the internet. That's a meal. That's that's such a meals thing. That's should we do an RNC? Thing, yeah. Should we do an RNC radio sneaker account? We could. I mean, bring them out. We could get. We could get Brian. We how many? Yeah. How many? How many people in our in our group that like? I I am a sneaker con. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am a sneaker con myself. Listen, we can do it. We can do it. We can make it work. There's a bunch of stuff that I just I just don't wear though. I know people are like these motherfuckers are just stunned blindly with with, <laughs> with our. This, let be clear, we're not buying any anything. No, of, we're not skimming off the top of the Patreon budget for this. <laughs> this is no. <laughs> we have plans for the Patreon money, and they aren't sneaker related. Yeah, they're not um, sneaker related. So they are they are things that uh that that do involve you guys. But I mean, you know, it, 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 you know, we would never do that. It's going right back into the into the content. So, I didn't. I we, we got. Do we have news? I mean, a lot of the news was kind of folded into the weekend. So I I feel like we have. We typically don't talk about SmackDowns when we have pay per views, but I feel like the SmackDown was so prominent that I feel like we need to. If there's any news this week, if anyone said anything crazy, or if anyone. Uh, you know, if Cody Rhodes did anything wild, um, anything of the sort, I think we can leave it to another week. Okay. Yeah. No. And, I mean, nothing, and, yeah. Nothing really happened. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, I mean. Oh, your your of- man, your man, um, your man, uh, your man Jay White. He showed up to <laughs> Impact Wrestling. How did he feel about that? <laughs> uh. Listen, I, it, it, <sighs> Impact has never given me a reason to be confident about their product okay mm-hmm. regardless of how many x division matches you put on and how many solid main events you have i'm not the, the rest of it is still impact okay right so i, I read the spoilers of chris bay uh and this is, oh, actually this this is spoilers okay Jeez, so this is od spoilers yeah super super spoilers <laughs> so if you don't want to listen to this let me let me do a time let me do a timestamp right here. So I'm starting at Let's do, 29. Skip, skip 30 seconds. Just skip 30 seconds. And we'll talk about it for 30 no, seconds. No, skip, skip about... Yeah, 30 seconds starting now. So I, I read about Chris Bay joining the Bullet Club and joining Jay White. They're still taking losses. They get beat by the Good Brothers at the tapings. So <laughs> Jay White is there still not looking like Jay White. Like, he's still looking like just some guy. They're not treating him like he's any more important or special so why the fuck should I be excited about this shit at all? I'm pretty right. sure the people that those people that didn't skip 30 seconds on this segment because they don't give a shit about impact, right? Literally, because that there, there's no there's no faith in that. In spoilers, in spoilers. I think impact. Um, I mean, it's just always it's, it's always going to be there. If you need it, they're obviously trying a lot of things. They have a they have that um like four way relationship between AAA New Japan. Um, AEW and them, but you kind of look at it sometimes like, what do they get out of it? 
You know what I'm saying? Do they get exposure? No one really impact. Not even really on that many channels. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't get impact on anything. It's on Twitch. <laughs> Yo, it's yeah, on it's Twitch. on Twitch, I guess. But yeah, I guess yeah, I gotta go on Twitch. Yeah, but yeah. um, never really. This is a this was probably the biggest moment that they've had the year thus far. But it's still not really. You kind of know how this is gonna end up. This is similar to thing, kind of how the, most things end up where they they use the resources, they use the time, they use everything to kind of pad their own careers. And then but what happens to impact wrestling? Well, I mean, it, this is this is all in service of the Bound for Glory that will be combining AEW, New Japan, AAA, and impact talent who they, we don't know who exactly is coming over. Um, I would imagine not any of the top tier New Japan talent. No, that's, that's what I don't even... I don't even think many of the top tier AEW talent. Chris no, Jericho no. went on a, went on a thing. It was like, "Yo, why would I show up there?" Are you there, there is a there is an AEW talent that shows up, but it's someone who used to be an impact. And the spoilers, I'm not, I'm gonna let you guys guess who that is, but it's someone who's who's already been there before. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. so, I mean, again, it's cool that they are they are combining like that, but it's like it's so it it would be even more impactful if they came over to AEW and not the other way. You know what I'm saying? Like this doesn't mean much in the bigger in the in the larger scheme of things for impact and you know no matter what people say like i have no faith in the product at all i'm sorry like jay white is one of one of the most hottest up-and-coming guys to me he's like 26 27 years old Mm -hmm. um i i think that in new japan he's done all he could do i do agree with that i think roh he's pretty much kind of reached the ceiling there too there's really only two spots for him and that's AEW and 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 wwe And, and my thing is if he goes to AEW. I'm 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 a watch. I'm a watch him. Mm. I'm a watch. I'm, I'll I'll add him to the Kenny matches that I watch. Mm. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch Jay White because I, I fought with him. He's someone who was, who I vehemently did not like, and then he improved the character. He he improved, and he's one of the few people in New Japan that kind of was from the ground up with them, and that, that really did improve. So like, if right. he does go to AEW, I'll watch. If he goes to WWE, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna watch obviously for the show. But it's like. Impact. That's not getting me to. That's not getting me to flip the channel. And from what the spoilers are saying, what he's doing over there, that's not making me do it either. I'm glad that you know they they got him. Good, good job. Good job. Good job. That's all we got to say. Let's you know what. Let's get into the weekend full of fans. Starting with um with Friday night SmackDown, and let's kind of go through SmackDown. We'll go through Money in the Bank, and we'll kind of end up on Raw. Uh, yeah. Friday night SmackDown. Once again, the chills. Everything of the sort. And I think something we have to attribute this to that's been getting a lot of praise over the last number of days. Just got to give a praise. Of course, I was down on him last year. But I can't ignore what Pat McAfee has done for Friday Night SmackDown and the voice that he provides for Friday Night SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And the once again, the revitalization of Michael Cole, who will admit it himself in, in an interview. Um, he's doing damn good. And they, the energy along with the crowd was just something very, very, it was just amazing on a Friday night SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, the, how did you feel about Vince McMahon showing up for seven seconds and then leaving? It was good. It was good. I mean, it, it should be what it is. I think Vince has done a fantastic job of um, keeping himself scarce on these shows. For the past mm. couple of years, unless he absolutely has to show up, um, I thought it was funny. Stockholders don't like that nigga wrestling. 
extras. Like yeah, that. no, no, no. That that's that's over with. Uh, <laughs> getting headbutt and shit. They're like, uh, uh-uh, you ain't, yeah. ain't doing that shit no more. I thought I was. I thought it was again. Like I, I texted you. I was like, wow, this first ten minutes. Yeah, was was crazy. Just the entrances alone. You know what I'm saying? Roman Reigns' entrance finally in full context. Now, it's a. It was a sight to see. It was even you know, they had the Usos kind of come even afterwards. And I was still okay with that because it gave a very like, yo, we gotta. It's like an an energy of like pace that we gotta keep this thing moving. We get, it was it felt like the first time for live television in mm-hmm. a long time, like fully actual live television. Yeah, this this week felt like is something that you're gonna go back and tell people years from now. Is yeah. that we had this crazy and you know we're still in this. Let's be clear, but we had this crazy circumstance happen where we couldn't do this, and now we can do it again. And where were you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what were you doing when, when the fans came back? And what what did they add? And and as much as we had to review these shows last last year and earlier this year, and we had to leave that part out, we had to pretty much come up with our own reactions to this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we couldn't really analyze it that much if the fans fucked with it or not. Now we have a conversation where it's like fans really fucked with this, or they really fuck with this person. They need to go with them. You know what right. I'm saying? And and that's the challenge with WWE right now is that. After all of this first time, first time stuff runs out, and that's this is going to be going for a while because they're going to be hitting a lot of places for the first time in a year. <laughs> yeah, for the next for the for the rest of the year. But once these run out, what who who's who should they be who should they be listening to? You know, what I'm saying who should they be going for? And I think we get a pretty good idea of, of who who these people are this time around. Friday Night SmackDown, the way it kicked off, just kind of the first 30 minutes of the show, kicking off with that six-man six, six man tag team match, Edge and the Mysterios. First of all, right, Mysterios. Can, can we talk about, can we talk about Mis- Edge's pop? Oh, of course. I was going to talk about Mysterio, the Mysterios coming through a portal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just dressed up and just walking through a portal. Well, that, was on, that was on a pay-per-view. Oh, all right. Never mind. I was yeah, that wasn't on the That wasn't on SmackDown. That was on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fuck it. Um, Edge's pop was massive. It was, and Unreal. it gave me all the chills. You know what I'm saying? Like Unreal. the energy that he gives out, and the energy that they give him back, and it it felt live. Like not even live as just like live television, but live as in terms of electricity, like the fl- like flowing through you, goosebumps. That's how I felt. Like SmackDown, just from top to bottom, was a show that delivered, and. You know, we got what we got. I'm not even going to go into the results of this because we got to the result of it during Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, Friday other Night th- Smack. Go other ahead. Things that, other things that stood out to me on SmackDown. Uh, Tony Storm is coming next week. Tony Storm. Listen. <laughs> you got your, uh, what, what did you say? You got your clappers ready? Yeah. You hear that <laughs> clapping? <laughs> she on the way. Uh, I think it's a great move. I think SmackDown is, is is bolstered already. Obviously, also was announced um, PW Insider Naomi is coming over to SmackDown. She's being swapped. Uh, we don't know for who yet, but uh, she is on SmackDown now. I don't think they've got to put a swap. Just move her. It's, a, they, yeah, it's all in the I, family. Just I move like her. Done, I, I feel like they've done this before also. Uh, with, SmackDown with ain't got no women to move. Unless you're moving Carmella so she could be a Corey Graves. Um, they ain't got nobody to move. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it, I don't know. It, it, it we'll see what what happens on 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 Friday. But I, I think overall the vibe was just so spectacular. Nakamura's entrance. You gotta crazy. you gotta talk about you gotta talk about your man. 
You do I talk about your man? How you how we oh, marrying the lead? Oh man, come on, man. Don't do this to me, man. I'm blushing, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm blushing, man. No, I uh Finn Balor's back. I I love it. I love it for him. I wish it was raw, but I get why it wasn't. Um, there needs to be more after like Big E, there isn't really much babyface wise. Uh Nakamura is kind of on his own island. I think he's like an upper mid upper mid Carter. My thing is like and I feel this way, and I'm I'm, I'm going to be a lot more critical of this run, of the second run, because of what it, you know what I'm saying? Because of how he ran it in NXT, right? So I feel like nothing but championships for this guy. If, if this ends in nothing less than a WWE title or a universal title uh, run, it's a failure to me. We, we're going to talk about it later, but the priorities of NXT and the main roster are completely different. And we're going to talk about that quite a bit later. Um, it's still I Finn, felt, though. I, yeah, I felt, you know, I didn't feel... And and then maybe it's because they kind of just, like, dropped him out of nowhere. Um, instead of, like, doing the promos where you're kind of reestablishing this character of him being the prince and him being this badass, I think if we get that, we're heading in the right direction. Because more so than him winning all these matches, because he, he won matches, I mean... We had a conversation a couple years back about how he wasn't winning matches, but he won a fair amount of matches on his first run. But what's really going to be different? Are we going to establish him as a sort of character that's beyond just a demon? Are we going to give him a persona that really radiates with the crowd and establishes his own footing on the roster? I think that will be a much more indicative of success than um, as of right now. But I do think we get to the WWE Championship and stuff. But I would rather see a change and evolution in his character more than anything. Because I think he needs that to really stay long term. Yeah, I mean, NXT's proven that he can be that. He can be that character for them. Absolutely. And he's not coming back as a, as a heel, which I know a lot of people are kind of apprehensive about. But it's like, there's a lot of heels on that show. And in order for him to be like that, he was like the top guy over at NXT. He's not that. So, like, it goes to what you're saying. Like, the priorities are different. Mm-hmm. Finn could be the top heel over there. He can't really do that right now with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns encapsulates everything. And then you got Apollo right after him. You know right. what I mean? So, it's like you, you can't do that. So, it's like, to me, my idea for Finn right now would be to get through the Sammy thing and go on to Apollo, get the IC title, and then kind of go into, go into whatever, you know, whatever, he, whatever happens after that. I don't know if, if the thing is, the Roman Finn match is good, and we know it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 if they wanted to do that match and pull the trigger on that, you're looking at match of the year territory right there with these two guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. So like, it, there's a lot of places that, that Finn could go, and Roman has another dance partner as a in the babyface side that he hasn't beaten yet with Finn. So we got that right there, and there's a story there because Finn's beaten him before. So right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, other notes from Friday Night SmackDown, I'll say. Um, it looks like Shotzi and Knox are now number one contenders for the SmackDown women, SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championships. WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. So mm-hmm. them being the only tag team on SmackDown <laughs> surely benefited them because they had to beat <laughs> the champs to get the number one contender thing. And they've surely done that. Um, it looks like they're going to get a title shot soon. Do you get... Do you give him the titles? Are you kind of done with the whole Natalia and Tamina thing right now? I, I thought we were going to wait till Money in the Bank discussion to, to talk oh. about these two. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can definitely wait. You can definitely yeah, wait. But, but I'll say this before then. We have moved Talk past about Shotzi and Knox then. Talk about Shotzi okay. and Knox. 
good. I, I, I think when you talk about again priorities, there there is a there are a couple exceptions to that rule. And I know we're gonna talk about the caring thing, but it's like there are there are, are quite a bit of exceptions to that rule. Mm-hmm. More so sometimes with the women more than the men, but <laughs> like there are a right. lot of exceptions to to that rule for NXT. Carrion might be a special case though. And we'll, mm. we'll get to that. But I, I love the way they're positioned. We got to get them to do some, some promos. We got to get some character stuff with them. I think we got to get more. We got to get more from them. Absolutely. And other, speaking about the women as well, Bianca Belair versus Carmella, SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella can go when she wants to go. Man, put, That's I all I'm saying. I put some respect on her name. I thought it was a really good match. I think Bianca, again, you, I mean, what what are we going to do? What, what, what do you want to say? What more do you want to say about this, this, this woman? Well... The, the elephant in the room is all the reports, everything pointed to July 16th and pointed to Sasha Banks being on the show. Now, the entire weekend has gone by, haven't heard a whisper of Sasha Banks. What, what, do you feel like this? Uh, are we still getting this? Where do we where do we go here? Sasha got to get the second shot, man. <laughs> she got to get the shot. She got to get the shot. Um, but not before Carmelo, because this Friday... At Rolling Loud. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, Carmella versus Bianca Belair, the rematch, Rolling Loud. What else is going to be featured on Rolling Loud? Uh, it is going to be Biggie versus Apollo. Is the second mm. match. Yeah. Listen, listen. And be Send good. the niggas. Send the niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, why not? Uh, at this point, I don't know if they know Rolling Loud's audience, but I'm not actually not completely sure how many black people. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Come on, a lot of people, okay. a lot of black people go. All right, that. listen. Yeah. You know, it I, I do little, feel like might be a little stringy haired white kids. You know what I'm saying? Like repping, <laughs> repping SmackDown. Those are to me the the talking about how the, baby face, <laughs> baby face Ray is there is the biggest, the best rapper of all time. You know what I'm saying? Little stringy haired <laughs> white kids. Uh, uh, I think if 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 anything, those are that's the that's that's the WWE version of the hip hop. Their hip hop. Uh, or hip hop generation, right there. Mm. That, I mean, I can't think of anybody better to go. I mean, you're not sending fucking Dolph Ziggler over there. <laughs> like, you gotta send. Listen, we're gonna talk about Jeff Hardy in a bit, but it could have sent Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy has been Jeff Hardy's a social media maven this week. Wasn't even featured on Money in the Bank, but it was trending the day after. He was on Raw, man. He's on Raw. All right, all right. I mean, yeah, yeah you're right. You're He's right. You're right. Um. Also, I guess closing up thoughts on sort of SmackDown. Um, Otis, he's mean. He's terrible. He's beating up Cesaro now. Did we? Who did? Did, did someone think, think he was getting pushed after Mania? Oh, y'all thought he was get, Cesaro. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I know y'all. <laughs> there was a y'all. There was a heavy y'all. I mean, they know so y'all. I'm I'm not part of y'all. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Channing and I. We're very adamant in that we got to see where this goes. Will they keep this strong? So they gave him the Seth match, and then they gave him the Roman program, which was like, ah, ha, ha, we told you guys, which is fair. But then after this Roman program, he is sniffing Otis. You know what I'm saying? And he he got pushed and then shoved into a thing. He getting beat up by Otis. Who's supposed to save Cesaro? Someone who's going to save Cesaro? And then he'll be stuck in a tag team again. This is a Cesaro, the, the the Cesaro cycle. This is a Cesaro cycle. First of all, we also there's also um, WWE sneakily, I guess, in a dark match, 
um, premiered Harry Smith. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's, back. he's back. He's back. He's the tackiest nigga in wrestling. I'm <laughs> <laughs> he can. He is tacky. He, he can cannot go. dress. He cannot he can, dress. <laughs> he can go, but he also is is an anti vaxxer So we got that. Listen, tag this man. Ta- he invented tacky. He invented disgusting accessories, adding to even more disgusting wear. Um, Harry Smith can go everywhere but shopping. Um, he can go. <laughs> he can go he if can, he ends he up in a tag team. But if he can, <laughs> if he ends up in a tag team with Cesaro, um, hey, what are you gonna do? Um, and then final thing from SmackDown. I thought that was the final thing. No, 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 no. We got one more. We got one more. Have you gone to a certain website lately? Corbin Fund. <laughs> oh yeah, that was amazing. Baron Corbin being broke. Is, doing it is, right, they got to do a little bit more to to make him sympathetic, man. A little bit more. They, what? Where do we go? What, what would you like seeing done with Baron Corbin? Explain how he can come to work and not get paid. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a, that's an Adam Pierce conversation. That's whole talk right there. Did um, they cut his pay? Did they cut his pay? <laughs> Because uh, he lost the crown, yeah. Maybe it's maybe he he was trying to live a lifestyle he could no longer afford, and that's why he looks so desolate. Even still, how are you behind on your on your <laughs> mortgage payments that far? What was you spending your money on? That's a lot of mortgage, baby. Come on, he was spending on expensive meats. <laughs> expensive you. meats. You talking he about Wagyu beef? Subscri- talking yeah. about Wagyu beef? Something like that. Oh, he got all the subscriptions, baby. Come on, talk about the Wagyu beefs, man. Come on, man. You got all the big meats in the country getting sent think, to his house a month. The, you think the baby having problems eating Wagyu beef? Yo, the baby got problems with them little things that come out of his head that he call a hairstyle. That's what <laughs> he got. Thing you need to figure that shit out. Um, him, and, him, and, him and Baron both got go both got hair problems. They need plugs. <laughs> uh, now Baron Corbin being broke is the best thing ever. That's all I'll say about that. That's all I'm about to say. Let's have the money in the bank. You want to do Money in the Bank, then we'll do a break, and then we head to Monday Night Raw? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Money in the Bank 2021. Um, where was it? Fort Worth? Fort Worth, Texas? Where, wherever they do that at? Um, what were your overall, before we get into like kind of the high points of the thing, what were your overall thoughts of the show? Uh, I, I mean, it's in the running for pay-per-view of the year. Has to be. This is yeah. <laughs> one with people. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, not even that. I mean, well, yes, they they enhanced greatly, but I, I think that I think that if this had happened in the dome, uh, Charlotte paper- Charlotte Rhea Rhea happens in the dome, no one gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah, it, but it would have been a great match that no one will be coming back to. I think people will rewatch this match, and and, and th- they did. I think I think Charlotte. One of the things that having a live crowd improves was the fact that. I guess you can talk about Charlotte and Rhea as of right now and just knock the shit out of the way. Um, they obviously match started with Becky Chance. People want Becky. I wanted Becky. I thought that's what I wanted at the time. Um, but these ladies, in an effort to kind of throw all you motherfuckers off the set, delivered a high powered high-octane, amazing back-and-forth encounter, which I am going to call the match of the night on this one. I'm calling it the whoa, match whoa, of the night. Oh, Charlotte I'm, Rhea? 
I'm calling Charlotte Rhea match of the night. The fact that they can turn a crowd and have this type of thing and lead to a decisive finish and stuff like that. I love Edge and Roman Reigns. And they had the crowd in the palm of their hand too. But I feel like what Rhea and Charlotte did on at Money in the Bank was they defied what was they went above and beyond and they defied what I guess was expected. That's what I'm gonna this, this is my just my opinion. Just my opinion. I can't rock with that, but I respect you. I'm gonna shake your hand. All right. I love that. that I love it. I love it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I'm gonna shake your hand on that one. I thought I thought that the men's money in the bank was one of the best ones in years. I thought it was just the I was literally like, I don't know who's gonna win this. <laughs> I was literally like, who the fuck is gonna win this? They had I mean, every all star there. Yeah, I was like, I have no clue. There was there was a point, you know, right before Biggie grabbed it i was like it could literally be anyone and i would be i'd be like all right cool let's do it mm. you know you know you know what we got to talk about before that men's money in the bank match fucking peacock that was crazy peacock listen what was that about what was that about i haven't heard anything about my free month yet by the way my free you're my not, free additional month <laughs> you're not you're not gonna get that i live to see kevin owens just pop and I couldn't even. This shit's in. Rewatch it. It's, it's, it's on VOD. Rewatch it. <laughs> I live to see. It's not the same. It's not the same. Watch it on demand versus live. It's not the same. I'm sorry. Peacock, you owe me You owe me a free month. I'm sorry. A, a couple free months because this shit lasts like 10 minutes. I missed the riddle promo. I missed all, all types of talking and jibber jabber and all types of shit like that. I missed it all. It was a like bad. It. It, it was bad. It, it was about a good ten minutes. We missed. I think we missed every single entrance. <laughs> every single so, fucking so one. We missed every single, and that was the most entrances of the night. That was the <laughs> match that everyone wanted to see, and it was y'all like y'all couldn't have done that during the fucking the pre-show or something like that. That was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, I had no clue what was going on. My my shit started stuttering, bro. I was like, all right, well, was like ricochet. Is that you? <laughs> then they started capping. I'm like, all right, y'all. <laughs> Listen. Let's not forget WrestleMania 30. The niggas was definitely looking at the the, the scramble screen on WrestleMania 30 when the network debuted. Let let's stop the cap. All right. Listen, listen. Network gave me problems. Network gave me problems from time to time. I will 100 admit that. Um, I'll say Peacock. This is the first major problem. Besides thank, your terrible, thank you for UI. not lying. Thank you for Be- not besides lying. Your ter- besides your besides f- your terrible UI, your disgustingly terrible user interface that is terrible. Um, this is the first, yeah, this is the first major problem. But it was a problem that went on forever. The problem that I had to look for an illegal stream just so I could get, see my. I'm trying to see my people come out. You know what I'm saying? Shinsuke Nakamura gets one entrance that we can all sing along to. They were singing. I guess Peacock was like, this is crowd exclusive, I guess. (laughs) Peacock said this is a Patreon exclusive entrance. Um, Ricochet MVP of that match? Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he showed up and showed out. He delivered what we all wanted. I think it goes Ricochet, then it goes KO, then it goes Riddle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then everybody was kind of false, however you want to fall. John Morrison did some dumb shit, so I can't count him in, in... I forgot I what he did. In the top three. He what did, did that stupid. He did the impact elbow, the little flipping elbow drop, and missed completely. <laughs> yeah, that was. Dope. And I was like, "What the? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, are you high? He chilling. He chilling. You got drip sticks now. We got a. Uh, we got merch. Can we, can we talk about merch. some pops here? Let's talk about some pops here. Okay. Okay. KO's over. 
Okay, it was over like Rover. From what I can hear about it, I gotta I gotta go back. Biggie's real over. Biggie's amazingly over. Ricochet's over. Ricochet's over when they put him on TV. Yes. (laughs) Riddle. We go talk about Don Raw. Okay. He over like Rover. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. Oh, he's certified. What I, what he I got said. the handshake. <laughs> what I yeah, said yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Listen, you had the handshake. Listen, it's a, it's a movie now. It, we we're, we're off to the races. We've been yeah. there, but the yeah. stock is just now on a different level. Yeah, Riddle well, Coin. I, Riddle Coin is just. <laughs> hey, I'm buying stock quietly. Listen. <laughs> Buy that riddle cryptocurrency, man. It's it's booming right now. I'll be signed rid, man. Um, I'm buying it. I mean, we don't even got to. I mean, obviously, we we got to bring this up. This was ironically happened right before the show, but the, ironic or did Nick Khan? No, okay, no. he can't control all of that. Come oh, on, <laughs> he's not the but, fucking Godfather. Nick. My son Nick Khan gave her the hush money. Oh, no, you talking? You talking like he's motherfucking Kaiser Soze, bro? You can't make you can't make that happen, okay? <laughs> Uh, but Riddle's Riddle's sexual assault case was was, was dropped. It was it was uh it was settled, and the the lawyer, the attorney, of the accuser said that they are moving on, and that and that that was the past, and that they're moving on, and that she's dropped all charges against him. Mm. Does this make the conversation easier? I know that there's going to be people that, and they're and they're absolutely allowed to believe, you know believe women at all at all times absolutely well, well what about this conversation do you think do you think changes i think there's a lot of people that wanted to to talk about how great riddle is in ring that feel as though they can do that now we don't have to talk about him as the guy we know right. what you know what, what he's alleged of you know we, we know that so i think um just in terms of the, the conversation regarding what he's actually said, what he's actually admitted to what he feel like he's done and what he feels like he hasn't done and necessarily things like that. Um, but I do think that, listen, people are going to sway whatever they want to sway. Um, we're talking about him purely in ring and kind of like deciding kind of things off of that character. Uh, but the internet wrestling community never forgets. They will bring things out of your past. And it's not even just the internet wrestling community. It's literally all of the internet. The thing is just that if you have something like this, it's going to plague you forever in a way. Um, They're going to bring it up no matter what. Um, But I think the just everything that they've been doing this far will will enamor people enough to maybe, you know, focus the the conversation regarding just everything in ring. That's what I think was going to happen. Um, yeah, I, be- because I, the character is too relevant on TV, it's too strong. The it, and it's such a, it's such a. Maybe if he's like this aggressive Jackson Riker guy, the conversation continues, um, like how it does actually for Jackson Riker, and his conversation <laughs> always <laughs> continue to wreck on because he looks like someone who represents the what he represents. Yeah. Um, but Matt Riddle's character is such a departure and it's so aloof that I think people are just going to, you know, just have fun. Have fu- have as much fun as they can. And if you don't, then I completely understand why. Um, yeah, I, I I think that um, Riddle better be thanking whatever deity he, he believes in. <laughs> because you don't get, you don't get it. You, this, you don't get another chance at this shit. You know what I'm saying? You, you really don't. 
And I, I don't think anyone's going to give him any type of quarter, any type of uh, country to, to fuck up anything else ever again. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. not. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, women's Money in the Bank. How did you feel about that match? Eh. I'm always a little eh about their, about their ladder matches, though. Because, I mean, I the thing is, it's like, I don't think anyone in the match is doing the stunts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the stunts that the match needs. Shout, first of all, shout out to shout out to Liv Morgan because she worked her ass off. Yeah, and I think this entire weekend has kind of been. I think they needed crowds to kind of recapture this moment and refocus kind of like on the trajectory of Liv because we've seen a lot of stops and starts with Liv. Now, do I think she still needs work in the ring? Absolutely, but we've seen a lot of starts and stops with her. But I think just moving forward, this crowd thing, um, just her reaction on Friday Night SmackDown and her reaction on Money in the Bank was affirmation that they're heading in the right direction with her and they need to continue pushing forward with her. Um, But yeah, really not a lot of stunts, to be honest with you. You had an Italian Tamina in the match. That took up like at least (laughs) 25% of stunts in this match. (laughs) Anytime they were in the ring, the fans stopped. They sat on their hands. Listen... TJ was in <laughs> Natalia's air telling everyone where to move around, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I guess, yeah, they need the stunts in this match. I think I think Alexa two, Bliss looked great. Yeah, she she was the most over person in the match. Yeah, she looked great. She was, wait, she, I, I, I didn't have any doubt in my mind that she, would, she was going to be as popular as she was because they love this type of shit. They love <laughs> this type of shit. <laughs> Fans love this type of shit, and and she was over. I thought that it was it, it did really well to protect her in the match. Um, I thought that a lot of people didn't like the ending, the the ending of the match, and I was just like, I mean, it's never it's been done before. I think much. it plays with Nikki's Nikki's character. I mean, we talk about Nikki a lot more when he had the Monday Night Raw, but I think it definitely plays into her character of kind of like even seeming beyond with everything that's kind of going on with all these stars and stuff like that. Just her grabbing it off the side, just be able to do her own thing and ascend the way that she ascends. I'm looking way deeper into this than I guess anyone ever imagined. But like everyone else is fighting, everyone's destroying each other, and she just plucks it. It, it, it describes her character perfectly. It describes the trajectory of her career perfectly, and it describes what happened on Monday Night Raw perfectly. Yeah. Just kind of how she she just kind of grabs it. You know, should, everyone else should, is killing each other, and she just grabs it. She takes the opportunity. And we should have known. We should have known. <laughs> we should have known. We should have known. Uh, anything? Oh, no, we got to talk about the main event. Oh, first of all, we got to talk about... We got to talk about Bobby versus Kofi. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> You gotta talk about Bobby versus Kofi. Kofi got squizzed, man, like a bug. It was, it was a it was a match that needed to happen for for Bobby. I think at this point, with fans coming back, no more women, no more MVP lounges. They needed to establish him as a serious character, and what with what we know is coming but, up for him. What? What? I don't want U.S. title run Bobby back. I'll be honest with you. This makes more sense. This makes more sense than, than when he had the U.S. title, though. I feel like, of course, because we know the trajectory that it's heading towards. Because there's a lot of conversations once the news broke out earlier in the weekend about who's coming back and stuff like that. A lot of everything makes a lot more sense going for it. But like, I just think this is making sense going into SummerSlam. But I would rather it not last that long again, because 
we had the conversations top of top of this year, you know, late last year, that what are they doing? Because they're feeding everybody to him. They're just doing it. And what does who does this benefit? They fed Riddle to him. They fed everybody to him late last year. And the character was just some sweaty, aggro, bald black guy. And, you know, it just doesn't do it to me. It doesn't do a good service for Bobby in the long run um, because we know that he's capable of more. Maybe I'm putting at that, but I'm not because I'm not completely <laughs> sure. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes. I think leading into what we're leading to, which we'll talk about on Monday Night Raw, this makes perfect sense. I. I, in, in one way, I want to be like he's probably not long for this title, with with as many challenges as he'll, he'll have coming. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's I I want I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I want Goldberg to beat him. Ooh. So yeah, mm. main event. <laughs> wait, 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 all right. One more thing before we hit the main event because we talked about the Money in the Bank ladder match, but we didn't we didn't talk about Biggie winning it and what that means. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Biggie wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. Where do you feel like he should go? What do you feel like he should do? Well, they're teasing Roman, and I feel like when they tease that type of shit, you usually don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm cautiously not optimistic about the Roman thing, because I feel like Biggie won't won't cash. I don't, I don't know. Here's the thing: I feel like he wouldn't cash before twenty uh, until twenty twenty two. But I mean, with with Nikki, I did. But I did feel like Nikki was gonna cash that pretty pretty fast. I did feel like that they weren't gonna have her hold it. I feel like so. Here's my thing with Money in the Bank and the 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 I guess the speed of the cash ins. Where do the plans lie? It, do you figure Big E? Like, let's look at last year. Did we ever figure Otis into plans for any major event? Leading, especially leading to WrestleMania. No. Not yet, no. Big E, do you see him figuring in the plans? Could you see him in a main event slot at WrestleMania? Not right now. I feel like there's definitely a possibility if they play their cards right. August to now is a very long time. Um, I, it's, I think it's a lot more valid than Otis, I'll tell you that. You know? Um but we'll we know see. why Otis. Well, we know the Otis thing why that had to happen. I feel like with Big E, we're not. It's not going to be completely similar to the Miz. He wins the title and we immediately dismiss it. I think they have too much stock in him, too much confidence in him. Um, they want to be able to do things with him in the future. For him not to be a fair weather cash in, oh he's champion, Jack Swagger type. Yeah. So. Um, Big E, big plans, you know, shout everything moving for him. I mean, he has two options. He has get revenge or go legend. And either way, I'm happy to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the main event. We can finally get to the main event. I'll say this right now. I am. I'm leaning towards him going to beat Bobby. I feel like it because it's it's the least obvious of both choices. Yeah. 
but they're, they're hammering, and it's easier and it's the easiest thing. thing to do too <laughs> yeah they're they're hammering at home they're they're really uh but but if not big e to beat roman who beats roman if not if not this situation where a guy who's been along, around for a long time a guy who definitely has the credibility if you if you if you do this for biggie you create a big star i don't know if the same thing happens if biggie beats bobby you know unless, you they the, do an angle, unless they do an angle after it right i think it's a it's a big moment for biggie if he beats roman because no one has really done it um i think he should whether it'll actually happen or not i don't know but i think he should beat roman and Roman has more than enough space and validity and Usos and all this other shit to get it back. But I think he should beat Roman. I don't know. <laughs> no. All right. Main event. <laughs> sad. Sad. Main event time. Uh, I, I thought Roman and ever real quick before we go to break. Uh, we're, we're like at an hour now. Um, I thought it was a, a, a great example of how you get the crowd to eat out of your hands i saw a lot of people saying like it was moving a little too slow and i said they're doing this because there's crowd there's a crowd now you you notice now in these matches that they're they're all built towards crowd reaction look at charlotte and Rhea. uh they're, they're, they're all built towards that now they're not built towards just having matches anymore well i think so especially considering this this comes after a massive um money in the bank match uh they they did the beginning of it moved slow because it was supposed to on purpose. The beginning was supposed to ease people back in, especially from this biggie thing that just happened. It was supposed to ease people back in. It was supposed to get them back kind of a little bit in a in a thing. So when the ending comes, they'll be shocked back for it. It was a low on purpose. And you know, the police are coming as always. But it was a low on purpose in this situation. And but yeah, like you said, it was a master class in getting the people to eat out of their hands. Yeah, I I mean, you you already know what it is. Like I think more more than anything that I feel like Edge had a lot to prove singles wise because um he's had very few singles matches uh since he's come back and I think he absolutely proved that he could still hang. The the pacing of the matches are different. Edge isn't out there like killing himself <laughs> to get people over anymore, but I think the story of the chair uh, the, the little handle on the chair was, was brought in really well. I, I love the, 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 the spot with the ref, uh, shot, you know, shout out to, to Charles Robinson. I hope he's okay. It looks like his knee actually did, uh, get blown out. Damn. There. I thought he was selling. <laughs> no, I, I, I saw the actual, like Pat Buck and the, and the other guys come out, uh, and, and they were, they, it looked, they, they were carrying him to the back. Um, oh, damn. I thought the I thought the the overbooking was overbooked well. <laughs> I thought it made sense uh, with, with Mysterio's coming out, being the baby faces to Edge, helping against the Usos. That feud's still ongoing, but with Seth coming out, obviously we're getting into the we're getting into mm-hmm. the mold. Like like I said, um, and spinning this, the block too. The man yeah. he didn't just come out once. He was like, "Yo, I'm making sure this nigga's <laughs> this nigga's I, dreams is over." I I love that, and and I think that's what Money in the Bank did. That I feel is a lot of like not many pay-per-views do is funnel you into the next one and funnel you into the weekly programs. And WWE does not even do this often or well at all, but it funneled you into what's coming next. And we got what was next. We got edge and Seth, which we know was, was coming. And now that's official. And we got 
the return of John Cena. And as big as we said that Edge pop was, the John Cena pop to me was probably one of the greatest ones of this this generation, of this era, period. It was the calm before the storm that happened. It was Roman Reigns getting his victory lap. It was everything. Everything had kind of just passed by. Edge and you know, Rollins have been fighting onto the crowd. They're getting out of Dodge. Roman Reigns want to get on the mic and being like, yo, fuck you guys. I've been waiting for a, a whole year to tell you, fuck you guys. And I can't wait to do this. And then John Cena just emerging. And can we talk about the commentary? Can we talk about uh, it? Absolutely. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Michael Cole's voice cracking. Can I, um, <laughs> can I, can I just go ahead and say it? Like, are they the best, they're the best commentary team in the game right now? Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. I don't know what the other guy on Raw is doing, but it ain't that. I'm telling Jimmy you. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith is fine. Jimmy, the thing about Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith is not bad. He's Jimmy not Smith bad. Is, he's he's just what he's, yeah, he's just what they need. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not trying to provide anything more than what he gives. And I think for him to be completely fine, he fits into that, like that Tom Phillips mold where he gives you exactly what you need. I don't know, Did Tom you, Phillips. Give me a little more, more. All right, this thing, nigga. What is, your, is he actually your friend? Like, yes, <laughs> yes. He's fr- he's my friend in my head. Yes, Jesus I love Christ. Tom Phillips. I love Tom Phillips. I don't know Jimmy Smith. I don't know that nigga. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I was booking him in? Jimmy Smith. He got the UFC background, right? Yeah. So that means he you you the only person behind the table with hands. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I give him that. All right, let's give him that. Someone approaches them at the table. I'm expecting him to stand up and, you know. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. Moving on. Uh, so, I mean, John Cena comes out. This is going to funnel us right into Monday Night Raw. So we're going to talk about Raw after this, uh, after this break on the A-Show. We'll be right back. What am I here for? The WWE Universal Championship. When, about five weeks from now, a little event called SummerSlam. Where? Elysian Stadium, Las Vegas, that's a pretty safe place to bet. Why? Here's where it gets interesting. I can stand here excited and tell you about the pageantry of SummerSlam, about being a main event in a packed stadium. I could tell you about a history-making, record-breaking 17th championship win. It's not because of any of that. It's because Roman Reigns is an ass. Roman Reigns is an asshole. <laughs> what a good way to kick off Monday. It, it felt special again. I, it, it's rare that you get these moments post-pay-per-view where it leads right into what it just, like you said, right from where it ended, it picks up right again and you're telling these stories. WWE rarely, once again, tells these stories that are fulfilling in this way. And, you know, John Cena, John Cena's is... John Cena goes anywhere. John Cena is not, you know, he doesn't follow brands or whatever the hell it is. He's John Cena. He, he just, he lives. He breathes. He exists. 
He's or you can see him. You can't see him. Um, what? It was. <laughs> what do you? I mean, you can't see him. Um, but this was a great way to kick off Raw. I'll say that. It seems as though he's going to be on every damn show for the ne- for the next couple of weeks. They got a summer of seeing the tour. Where he's going to be got, appearing. They got that nigga working. I think he's, he's off one Raw. And that's probably I think it's like what like uh, mid August I want to say yeah. I think it's I think it might be for a premiere for the Suicide Squad. But uh, other than that, he's working. I I again really great opening segment. Cena still got it, man. This guy, listen, one of the best promos little, that, that we that we got. A little Jim Carrey. A little too, a little too Jim Carrey for me. He's getting, a, he's getting very uh, animated. But guess what? I guess that's his shtick. You know what I'm saying? The Rock did that when he came back too. I think, I think being away and then having to give scripts in so many different ways, it makes you like have that little goofy ass demeanor. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I, I gotta give it, a, I gotta give it a different way. So I get it. <laughs> um, absolutely, absolutely. I'll, I'll agree with that. So it, we we got we got Cena and Roman. SummerSlam. Everyone was, I feel like everyone should be like feeling real stupid for saying that they think that Cena was too busy to do it, even though everyone was saying that he was going to be there. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, people really don't know how schedules work. And I think that that's the funny part. Like, do they do they think that Cena's still filming the movie? In that, no. in that he's not. And in, 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 in a pandemic, that he's going to actually do actual press for these movies at places? <sighs> Yes, <laughs> because I people are stupid. That. People are stupid. I don't know what to say that. I don't know what to say that. But nonetheless, I'm glad he's here. Um, I would like him to stick around until Madison Square Garden, but that's not what the summer of Cena apparently looks like. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm glad we're here. Roman versus Cena. That's my jam. I hope he's ready. I hope he's prepared. Do you think he will fight before SummerSlam? You think he gets in a match on SmackDown or something? Yeah, he absolutely is going to be doing some tag matches. He got to get the rust out. Mm. Yeah, okay. you got to get the rest out. He's for sure. He's for sure going to be wrestling before. It's just a matter of who, who the uh, who in who in NXT is getting him with his reps and shit. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> uh, Santos maybe. Santos was tweeting a lot about him, and Santos was also the guy that helped uh, one of the guys that helped Bad Bunny. So Ooh, okay. I could see okay. him getting some reps in. Santos was tweeting a lot about John Cena the other night, <laughs> and I feel like he might. I think he does have. If he did go to PC, he was probably one of the guys that helped out. Uh, I I, okay. I see I see John facing both Usos in some way, shape, or form. Okay, I see John. Same time. <laughs> yeah, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see him and Edge teaming up. That'd be yeah, cool. let me you listen. Him and Edge teaming up. It's not a dream match, but it's something that we haven't seen before. In a while, in a while, I'm lying. We definitely have seen it before in 2002. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen it in a while. But hey, I'm I'm ready for it. Riddle comes out. It's the rub. Over and on, over under on how long before he's the WWE champion? Next year. Okay. Next year after after WrestleMania, definitely after WrestleMania. I I I raise you. I I take that and I raise you Royal Rumble winner. Wow, Royal Rumble winner! Wow, mm. he was in the wow. he was in the final he was in the final four this year. Wow, he was in the final four this year. No, I'm not saying that you know, but a, a, a strong declaration that Riddle's time is coming. 
you're saying that it, it's here, it's now, it's a, we're we're get we're moving towards it at a rapid pace. Who shook hands with John Cena? <laughs> Who had John Cena saying they they catchphrase? Who gets who's on TV? Who's on who's on TV having uh, two commercial matches every week? Listen. I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, hey, you got I the mean, cosign. You got the cosign. You got the cosign. What can I say? Is is the it's a, the burden of proof is is overwhelming at this point as to like where they want to go with this guy, and and if you're denying it for selfish reasons, you know, or for moral ones, I get it, but it's happening for him, and that's that's where it is. Let's get to the elephant in the room here. There's a lot of stuff that happened on SmackDown. A lot of oh, not SmackDown on Raw. On Raw. Uh, Karrion Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my, my emotions for this went up and down. It went from this, this motherfucker is really gonna enter like that to, holy shit, they're actually gonna be like really have him like be like that. Like they're actually gonna have him enter like that. Like he's can, actually gonna enter the ring like that. Can I? Is it weird that? All right, maybe it's my Milstradamus thing kicking in. I thought Jeff was going to win. I did too. Is it, is it weird? Like, is it? No. Is it the no more words set me off? <laughs> they love the that no more words. Song. The no more words should have been a clue. Uh, but like, I think and crowds uh, and crowds <laughs> and 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 Cross's lack of reaction in comparison, he just looked like he just looked like more of a star in comparison to Carrion coming out there. Carrion looked small. He looked. Like honestly, not that impressive coming out. Well, and but here's the thing, right? He's a he's he's a different species on NXT than he is on the main roster. Yes, he's a completely in in NXT. He's the big hoss guy, but he's not even really that big, and he's not really even that hossy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just everyone else there is smaller and nimble. Um, but on Monday Night Raw, this is what I've said from the beginning. I I, I always pitch and hold him in kind of the Rusev slot. Because he's around this, I think Rusev may be a little shorter, but he's around same the same gimmick. size, same, same gimmick, same build. Same gimmick. Yeah, same, um, gimmick. Same, same, like, not the same look, but the same, you know, thing. And, okay, they're, they're t- God, this is like such a wide-spanning argument. So, sure. you've got, you got people saying that because Karrion lost, this is an indictment on Vince McMahon and how he feels about NXT. I don't think that's true. No, because he calls up NXT people every day. <laughs> um, he's called up people literally days ago. I I think that people are going with the. It's and what he Bianca represents. Belair. Man. Come on, Bianca Belair. <laughs> he he said like it's what it represents, man. He's the champion. It's what it's, he represents NXT. I'm like no, 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 no. Yeah, no. He didn't lose clean for one. They sure. did a lot of things. They did a lot of things to to make this finish as screwy as possible okay right jeff hardy pinned him not clean carrying had a promo saying that's fine i'm gonna whoop your ass after the fact he didn't right. just go away from it there are a lot of there's a the thing about arguments on, about wrestling or in general on twitter and on social media is that a lot of them are, are very self-serving performative and not very they, they don't have the full context there are certain points that that, that are true one of them being Yes, when you get called up, you need to have a plan. Yeah. You need to have a plan, for sure. Two, when you get called up, 
you need to there, there is a definite disconnect between what you are and like you said there's a dis- disconnect between nxt and what main roster is but i also feel like on the other end that disconnect is only for certain people because certain people aren't booked that way they had adam cole beating daniel bryan on his first but night on the, tv but here's the thing adam cole was never that adam cole thing was in service to a program you know what i'm saying so there was a plan for that um you know, Karrion Cross is now on the main roster, so the entire the entire sheet for him is different than I think with the Adam Cole thing. Um, I even think with I think even with the Shotzi and Knox thing, their call up is because it's such low hanging. There's no one. There's nowhere the fucking tag team. <laughs> like there's nowhere but up. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's been people who have been most people who get called up. There's typically a plan. There's typically months in advance, things like that. But we know we're in different times right now. Um, Vince McMahon goes to the PC a couple weeks ago. um, And all of a sudden, all these people get called out. (laughs) All of a sudden, everyone gets called up. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people weren't figured into the plans. Obviously, I think he was looking towards, we're having crowds back. We need a lot more people to service this show. I need whatever you guys got, and here's what we got. I think Karen, I think, and then I think also on the other hand, this is just speculation. I feel like Triple H and and Shawn Michaels, as much as they want to work at Karen Cross, knows that that's not the best environment for him down in NXT. No, and that's why they were so, you know, they were able to give him up. But I do think, and this is also a hot take. I think the reason why it wasn't the best environment for him in NXT is a lot because of Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah, because they tried to create a character that. While it seemed cool last year in the pandemic before he got injured, um, the, I, and I said this, I was like, he's giving, he's giving NXT different matches. I said, we right. don't need 30-minute, 40-minute matches anymore. They need to change the whole style. Right. And they've done that without him. They've, they've, they've edited themselves without him. But also, but also you establish the, the kind of trajectory in NXT is you typically work your way from the bottom. The crowd... You the, as it is, you know, it's no longer it's the third brand now. It's no longer really a developmental brand, but there's a lot of development that goes on from a week to week basis with a lot of these characters. A lot of these characters are still finding themselves on a week to week basis. You didn't truly establish that with Karrion Cross. You put him out there. You put him on a high pedestal. You had him beat um Keith Lee, and he, he, he shot straight to the top with no context, no similar context to everyone on NXT who gets that grand, who gets the grind, who gets the build, who gets the six-person ladder match, who gets all that other stuff to kind of put themselves over. And you didn't get that. So he's, a re- I mean, in NXT, it just doesn't work. But in the main roster, I feel like we're overreacting. I do think um, a, a loss is certainly damning in some instance, but in another instance, it creates a, a world where Karrion Cross has to kind of work his way up to the top. Yeah, It creates a world where he has to become this multi-dimensional star who isn't defined by a streak as most other hosses who come up, as most of the Rusevs and, and, and who else was fucking at a streak? Um, Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. And all these things, you're not defined by the streak. Now you have to build in a character. Now you have more, to... More people are upset because he had the title and it made him look, he made him look crazy because he lost with the title and i'm like i ain't gonna say the title don't mean nothing but i ain't gonna say that the title ain't getting defended on wwe television to be honest yeah and and i mean they just had going to lose anyway (laughs) they had sasha lose on nxt a year ago literally to eo so what, what do you mean he's 
I get the the title conversation, but the title is very much so a prop in this situation because the NXT title isn't going to be defended on Monday night or on a weekly basis. This isn't a champion where they have to keep him strong because we got to worry about NXT. They not worry about NXT on the main roster. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? The no. main roster. I think it's. I think it's wild they even had him bring out the belt anyway. To be honest with you, I, I just but think I think they wild. needed. It's, I think it's the USA, the USA synergy of like, okay, NXT is on this. We want to showcase this, 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 that, and the third. But Karrion Cross, he's not representing NXT. Bro, y'all Monday don't like him. Y'all don't, y'all don't like him anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but a large part is he's not representing NXT on Monday Night Raw. He's now he's Monday a, Night Raw's carrying cross. Yeah, he's Monday Night Raw guy that has an NXT title. And he'll, he's going to lose it soon. My thing is that like you hold these conversations in a vacuum, and then it becomes everyone is treated like this. And they, I saw a picture saying, well, they did the same thing to Andrade. They did the same thing to Aleister Black. I'm like, no, 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 they didn't. <laughs> what do you mean? That never happened. No, it never happened. I think... People, you know, people definitely want to come up with this narrative that WWE doesn't build stars or they don't build them. And they may not build them in the way that you want it, but there are plenty of stars. And everyone may not get the same oper- the same treatment as they did in NXT, but they're certainly stars. But I know one the thing. main... Well, go ahead. I know one thing. I said this last night. Karrion just doesn't have the cachet of everybody else in that roster. <clears throat> Gargano was able to beat their... I think, I think Revival was tag team champs at the time. Or there's somebody who was... There was like a top tag team at the time when they came up. Right. For that one week. Not right. everyone is the same because not everyone is the same. Right. Let's just to be clear here. I don't think... I think if Gargano came out, pop. I think if Champa came out, pop. Right. I think, I think if EO came out, pop. Uh, let's keep it the men. I think, I think if Santos came out, for sure, pop. I think if a lot of those guys that came out right now that they loved Pete Dunn, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Pop, all of it. Karrion Cross is not that guy. This yeah. is not the same situation as everyone else is putting it into. Whether he's a champion or not, that's the one thing I'll blame them for. That's the one thing I'll blame Triple H and Sean for. He should have dropped that title in your house. He should have dropped that title in your house. Right. He was outclassed in that match. He looked stupid. He should have dropped it then. But when he goes to Raw and loses, I look at it like, okay, they're trying to do something different. I'm trying to do something different. Okay. But we're not about <sighs> to have no argument. We're not, we're not about to have no argument with Karen Cross. We're not about to have no Me, argument. Me, no. No, I don't care. Because <laughs> this is Monday Night Raw. I mean, and this is the same reactionary we get to a lot of debuts. At the end, and it gets a lot of, gets very reactionary to certain debuts, but it's the same thing. And then you find out like six months later that, oh, now they're wrestling this, this, and the third, and it doesn't matter. Just give it time. How many times do people have to tell you, just give it time? Like you want this right now, and you want Karrion Cross to be this thing right now. How do you? Why do you? How do you know Karrion Cross is the guy? How do you know Vince McMahon sees that Karrion Cross is the guy? How do you know that he has the skills to pay the bills just because he's an NXT champion? That's the thing. They they said they said he don't. So why y'all mad now? (laughs) It's the craziest shit ever. Let's talk about somebody that actually is the guy or the girl rather. Main event: Charlotte versus Rhea. Another good match. Mm-hmm. Another good, Another match. good match. Not gonna lie, I like it. I don't Charlotte, usually like uh, booking the same match over and over and over again, but this one works. Uh, Charlotte wins by DQ. Rhea beats her ass, gives her a rip tight on the outside. <laughs> Nikki Ash comes out, cashes in. 
is the new Raw Women's t- uh, Champion. What a what a I, I I think if you hated everything up to that point in the show, which I mean the show is up and down. It was Raw. It was definitely up and down all night. I think that was a good ending to go out on. It made me like, okay, what's gonna happen next week? I agree. I like it. I um, I think it's no. I like it. I don't know what to say. I like Nikki Ash. <laughs> I don't think I think we're getting this over with quickly because we're gonna get it over with quickly. But I like where she's going. I think if they end up pulling a triple threat match at SummerSlam, I'm not mad at it because I think she at least deserves an opportunity on a pay-per-view to defend the championship. Um, People are still, you know, you know what? I'll leave Becky out of the conversation because Nikki Ash deserves a lot more than this. She's someone who from NXT, we had the character in NXT and I thought it was a great character. Nonetheless, she moves to Monday night raw. She's a little bit different. They don't go, they move forward with that character on Monday night raw. Um, or Friday Night SmackDown or wherever the hell she debuted. I forget at this point. Um, they don't move forward. Yeah, they don't move forward with that character. They, you know, they smooth out the ends a little bit. They make her a much more of a fully formed person. I'm not totally mad at it because she still has the same enthusiasm that she's always had. And I think that enthusiasm carried her. She saw the spot that she was in or the lack of spot that she was in being the Nikki Cross character. She said, I wanted to change it up. She made the pitch. As Nikki Ash, superhero, knew that it would connect to fans, knew that it would connect to Vince, made the pitch, made the call, dressed up in the suit, and six and four weeks later, she's Raw Women's Champion. That's Don't how you clear it. a bitch. Won't That's how you clear it? a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? That's how you do it. You don't tell Vince that you fucking sit on your couch eating bonbons with fucking ten guy in the in the garage. You know. Yeah, hey, make solid pitches. For for, uh, I I saw people so mad at the 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 carrying thing that they didn't even care about the Nikki thing, and I thought I was like, okay, well there goes the new. They're from NXT, but but you said they were hated, but they tried something new. But she right, okay, no, <laughs> uh, only only when it's something that you want, right? Okay, I got it, I got it. This is this is this. She beat Charlotte. She and, and shout, Charlotte. Out to, shout out to Charlotte again. I, I feel like Charlotte takes a lot of heat for for the sins of booking, and I and I think that like if you the the, the easiest thing to do, just like you know the easiest thing to do like on, on on anything is to beat somebody that's tenured and the champion. Like they use Charlotte to get Nikki to into that spot, the same way they did for Becky, the same way they did for <laughs> for everybody else that beat Charlotte. Right. They, they used her to get somebody over, and they did it again. Hey, Wilson, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. There's nothing I can be mad at. I I, I like the result. I like everything that comes from it. It worked. Um, Monday Night Raw, we saw a couple Keith returns. Lee. Keith yeah. Lee's back. Keith Lee's back. He's back. Um, he's in the spot where he, he literally picking up where he left off, <laughs> getting tossed by Bobby. But at least he's back. You know what I'm saying? You got to be in it to win it. And at least he's in it. So there is the opportunity to show. I still think, in my opinion, Keith Lee still has a lot more to grow yes. on the main roster. Yes. He, is not, he is not a finished product. He is he, not. The pop, I'm going to be real, yo. The pot won't even that crazy. He's the not pot, a finished character yet. The, yeah. the, pot, the pot wasn't that crazy. You compare his pop to like 
Goldbergs right after. We wanted them back. Yeah. Yeah. But in the larger scheme of things, I think he is still very much niche in the, in the you know, he wasn't cleared or whatever. And the couple months where he was off, it definitely hurt the perception because he wasn't able to be on TV. He needs time. I'm not mad at him losing to the ch- the fucking dominant champion who just beat somebody's ass in like four or five, seven minutes the other night and he didn't tap out to his finish. So like, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm, Keith, I'm cool with that. Keith Lee needs a lot more. I, I think I I'm, I'm would be more upset if he wasn't doing nothing. Well, I mean, it looks like they're doing stuff with Damian, Damian Priest now, but it's like, you know, they're, they're trying to get some wheels moving and Keith just needs to, he needs to get back on the saddle and keep going. I agree. I agree. He needs to keep on the saddle, keep him moving. I think we need to build. I think we need to give him something um, as just, you know, much more than affable, large gentleman <laughs> who can powerbomb the shit out of you. And talks like All Might. Yeah, there we go. We need to give him a little bit something more. We need to ask for more and, and demand more. As much as we know his greatness, we need to see his greatness in full context. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, uh, really quick hits. Oh, well, how do you feel about... How, quick, how do you feel about Goldberg? There was a lot of discourse. There was a lot of discourse about Goldberg, as there is twice a year. I don't, I don't know why they heard. They heard the crowd, right? <laughs> they heard the crowd. No, I'm saying I'm serious. They heard the crowd, right? They heard. They heard. They heard when when he came out. There was were they, were they silent? Was the piped in noise? Uh, fuck no. It was. It was. It was it, okay. It wasn't piped in. Okay. Shit. Well, what else? What, what else we got? Um. Uh. Ratings. Well, when they not out yet. Uh. Uh. So. Um. Uh. Damn, I, I don't fifty know. something fighting on Monday Night Raw. I wonder where. Is <laughs> if if only if only he was the only fifty plus guy wrestling on television. We just don't. Here's my opinion. It's twice a year. Please stop. They gave him the Universal Title once. That was at the beginning. Um, they actually they gave him it twice. I'm bugging. Yeah, they gave it to him did. twice. I think Bobby's going to beat the pants off this man. Gonna beat the old man. Gonna slap him into all types of dust. Um, does he tap to the hurt lock, <laughs> or does he pass out? He passes out because Goldberg never taps. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean I think it's again it's an establishment win. Yeah. Bobby needs Bobby needs it because that means whoever beats Bobby becomes the guy on Raw Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goldberg ain't losing to no damn Riddle. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, listen. You might have to bend a knee. I love the riddle <laughs> Rollins spots on Money in the Bank. Those are really enjoyable to me. I love that they keep playing up this rivalry that, that people talk about online. It's so clear that they're doing it on purpose. I like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Quick hits. Quick hits before we get out uh, here. Reginald. Reginald. 24-7 champion. Come on, black man. Listen, get dumped. And then <laughs> what's my, my man said, listen, lost his queen, but he found his crown. <laughs> hey, fuck it. We are the prize, okay? <laughs> we I love are the prize. It. I love it. I love it. Let them do. Let them do all types of Power Ranger moves and shit, and backflips and shit. You know what I'm saying? If he winning, uh, at least he's still winning. Uh, Elias Jackson Riker uh, Symphony of the Destruction match. I ain't watch that shit. <laughs> not a single person. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad match. Not a single fucking people. Uh, not a single fucking fucking person cared about that match. I thought it was. I, it was. It was fine. Apparently, according to what they say, they booed him, but I guess they must, you know, unmic the crowd. It, it was piped in. 
That's what I heard. It was piped out. It was piped, oh, it was piped out. out. They, they turned it down? Okay, I got it. Got <laughs> they you. turned it down. They turned yeah. it down. Because Dallas was looking very... I was like, all right, Dallas would be the ones who wouldn't give a fuck whether this nigga was this, that, or the third. Um, what else do we have on, on Raw? Uh, we talk about all the big... We talked about all the big stuff. Oh, Drew yeah. McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Come yeah, come on. Drew y'all, McIntyre. Y'all want to y'all talk look, about Drew not over? No one gives a fuck about Drew anymore? Man showed up like Steven Seagal, whooping ass. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You beat the hell out of that man. I felt bad for him. I felt bad. I felt bad. Twenty. Mick Foley didn't. Mick Foley didn't like that spot. Mick Foley didn't like that spot at all. That's what he said. For <laughs> yeah, real? He, he, yeah, he didn't like that. He he hated it. He, he didn't like oh, the wow. chair spot. Damn. Well, listen, <laughs> Mick Foley. He's still sliding that hip up and down his his waist when he wake up in the morning. It's probably why he didn't like it. Um, nah, it was a lot. It was a lot. I think it was. I don't. I don't even want to say borderline excessive. I think it was actually excessive. It he was, was going on with the crowd, but whew, you being the shit out of that man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, licks. you gotta, you guys. I mean, you gonna get his licks. You gonna get his licks. But, but even I cringed. I cringed. <laughs> I was like, Ugh, that's looking shaky. But listen, man, listen. He's over. Um, he's gonna get the title back. So be mad all you want. He's gonna get it back sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Uh they want him. They want him in that spot. This is Bobby's chance to to sink or swim. And and I think, you know what? I'll call it right now, man. I'll put I'll put five on it. I'll put a I'll put a sub on it. I'll put a free subscription. I'll put a I'll put a sub for one month on Can it. Can we do that? I could just send the five. Okay. All right. Yeah. I could yeah, just send the five. I, I'll put yeah. five on it. Matter of fact, I'll put 10 on it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give away two. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll, okay. give away two, I'll give away two subs for a month. Okay. If Drew has a good match with gender. Ooh. I'll put, I'll put my money where my mouth is. And we can, we can gender? pick who gets it. Yeah. You'll be there live. So you'll be able to. You could judge. No, I, 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 we'll figure out how to judge this, but I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is. Okay. Okay. All right. On this one. Good. Yeah. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Nonetheless. Um, I think that's <laughs> it for Monday Night Raw. I think that's it for a very spirited, high octane, crowd filled weekend. Um people, we are very much so glad to have you back. You one hundred percent add to the show. I can't wait for you to ruin the show for J five <laughs> in mm-hmm. a couple weeks. Um but until then, I mean it's great to have him back. It's great to see these reactions. It's great to see wrestling back in its natural state. We've done this podcast for a very long time without crowds. Um, this was amazing and refreshing to see. And I can't wait for Friday Night Smackdown this week. Me either. And uh, so, yeah, that was this week's episode of the A-Show. Long episode this week. Very long episode. Even longer if you got Patreon. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Of course, follow me at OGJohnny5 and meals at Meals TV and uh, the A-Show RNC on Twitter. Uh, give us your takes. Give us your thoughts. And uh, let me know if you think Drew's going to gonna carry gender to... I'll say... I'll give him the, the Bailey thing. Three stars. I'll give him the Bailey. I'll three give him the stars. Bailey three stars. Three stars. Bailey it'll Tamina. be judged by... It'll be judged by a group, a brain trust of peers. How about that? <laughs> a brain trust of peers of whether it's three stars. Non-J5 peers. Well, Channing, Channing can't be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Channing can't be part of it. Sorry, Channing. You're out. You're compromised. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> You're compromised. not. He cannot be part of it. He's a troll. 
Uh, but yeah, we, we'll we'll ten dollars. I'm putting money up. Drew Drew Gender. If it's, if it's three stars or above, I'm, I'm gonna give away two five months. Or not five. Woo! Two two five dollars subs our Patreon for one month. And you, you can decide what you want. Back. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to pay the whole damn a whole uh, year. Oh wait, we got Let's do let's do some Patreon shoutouts. But yeah, we got some new members. Holy shit! That's yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let me look. Let me look it up. Hope y'all doing all right. Hope y'all doing fine. As we stalling for time. Um, you got it. You want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Go some, ahead. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I got some right here. Okay, of course. Um, shout out to. I, I'm not sure if we did them already, but we're gonna do it again if we did it already. I am Jay Brandon. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Shout okay. out to you, man. Welcome to the Patreon, my friend. We also got Jaylon Steverson. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Mario Lewis, love you. Thank you. Um, and John Cowwheel. Oh, he's the homie, man. Yeah, he, he he's he's always been a supporter of our show and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to you. Listen, I'm very glad I got all these names that weren't <laughs> <laughs> they were very easy to pronounce by the way amazing um thank you guys for so subscribing to the patreon you can always do that the patreon.com backslash the hrnc of course you get so much content we had so much content last week so much content so there's more than enough to binge more than enough to listen to if you like hearing our voices um you can also listen to the war report this friday on the a show channel of course you get that one early if you're tuned into the Patreon, they've been having some amazing shows uh, as of late. And yeah, I just want to give them a shout out because they've been doing the damn thing. Um, Rewriter's Room, I'm sure there'll be a brand new episode next week. God, I I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'm absolutely you know ready to listen to that. Um, and of course, you know we have the Patreon exclusive content, The Invasion Diaries, Legendary Run, more than enough for you guys to dive into. Um, you can follow us at the HRNC on Twitter. You can follow also us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter. We got some new playlists. We got some new podcasts. RSPN is always there. They're approaching their end this week. So make sure you listen to RSPN with Mark and Jeff at the end of this week. Um, we also have the Black Variant with X and Van. We also have the Big Eyes podcast with Jamal and AD. What am I missing if I'm missing any? We have a brand new episode of Triple Beam Streams. What are you guys talking about? Oh, we're talking about the reality show Alive. It's one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. Okay. All right. You that's, know you know what, Mills? Mean. You know what we're doing, Mills? I'm going to announce this to you right now. We're doing JoJo next episode. Good for you. Because I haven't watched it yet. Wait, wait. How did you get it? So you're getting everyone on the show to watch it. I'm getting uh Well, me, Dom, Pat, and Cyrus are going to talk about it on the show. So. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You took too Listen, long. Anyway, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because I got there's so much I have to binge on the lookout. Naruto. All right, we're gonna talk later. Uh, okay, brand new episode <laughs> of Lookout next week. I got to talk about Wonder Egg priorities. Shout out to Victoria. She'll be on the show and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, so that was the rundown of literally everything that we do. Thank you guys for listening to the A Show. We'll see you next week with more with fans pro wrestling talk. Peace out.